I'm Kat. And I'm Gabe. And we're the, the Ghouls, Ghouls Next, Next Door. Door. Talking about that spooky stuff. That's what we do. Whisper yelling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, re- I realized after the fact that the woo, they went, woo, had a little less effect. I was very quiet about it. Usually woos are like excitement times. Or they're silent from children in the windows. Yes, which is something that happened to me today. <laughs> yes, because something spooky is always happening to the ghouls. Yeah, we go outside, it's scary. <laughs> yes, because the truth is scary, right? Reality is scary. Yeah. Society is scary. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I totally get the people, like, goraphobia, mm-hmm. right? Isn't that what yeah. it's called? It's crazy out there. Like, not even, like, anything else. Like, it's just, like, what's happening? I don't get it. There's so many people. Yeah. Some of them are evil, man. They could be doing anything. And society is, you know. It's like scary and beautiful at the same time. They could be doing anything. Yeah. Inspirational. Or they could be doing anything. Horrific. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. And today we're talking about a horror director who really dives in into the horrors that we face and is not shy about being very obvious about the injustices in our own country. Yeah, he's just like, look at this. Yeah. Look at, uh, you, you see the bad? You see it? Look at it more. Look at it more. Yeah. There well, it is. <laughs> it makes me think of like when we did our foreign horror series, we talked about how like the country's wars or like the the civil unrest is what influences their horror. Yeah. And I feel like Jordan Peele, who we're going to talk about today, is America's version of that. Yeah. He's just like, did you know there's lots of racism here? Yeah. There is. Did you know there's lots of classism here? Yup. We're going to just look at it a bunch. Yeah. He seeks to really explore the other and even the other within ourselves. Yeah. And it's it's fun. It's refreshing. And he's opening doors for many other horror directors to come. Hopefully. I mean, yeah, he's doing it. Yeah. And he's inspiring others to do it. It's just like, you got it. You're doing the whole thing. Yeah. Let's all go do that. Shows we can be accountable for our own stories and that people are going to show up and they're going to watch them. Yeah. Attempt. Yeah. I didn't know we were doing it yeah. until it was happening. Happen. So that was surprised you. That's a uh, Key and Peele's beginning. Yeah, I mean, if you've never seen Key and Peele, I advise you to pause this. Not because we're going to talk about it a bunch, but just like in general mm-hmm. and fix it. Yeah, you, fix you need your it life. in your life because it's fantastic. You'll be a better person for it. And I think um, what we're going to kind of dive in and discuss today is going to show that, like, you know, he's always been saying these things Mm -hmm. he's never held back he's always told us these things and he found a new medium to do that he picks a genre Mm -hmm. and then does it like does it yeah but like doesn't doesn't have to it yeah he whole butts one thing (laughs) he whole butts one thing yeah yeah well why don't you tell us about (laughs) they're thrilled yes uh tell us about jordan's life and inspiration 
Yeah, so I did a little research on Jordan. As what I've noticed is if you're not an author, you don't have a website. So yeah. that's what we're going with. Um, and I went to biography.com. Oh. Yeah. They had a ton of little, like, fun snippets, like little facts. Cool. Whereas, like, one, this is my favorite one. Okay. He wanted to be a puppeteer. Aw. Like a full-fledged. Yeah. 100% like just doing puppets. Yeah. Wanted to be a puppeteer. So I thought that was just like a really fun fact where I never, like you can see it. I don't know. I just never would have like thought anyone's going out and just trying to be a puppeteer. I didn't know that that was like you had to go to school for it. So that's cool. (laughs) I was just like, that's such a fun fact. Yeah. And also like, does he still make puppets? And to have the freedom to have that be your desire. You know, yeah. that you're like, I don't need to be a doctor. I'm going to be a puppeteer. Well, he's going to go say stuff with puppets. He's yeah. going to whole butt it. He's going. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so some this little quick fun fact time about Jordan Peele. Yes. Uh, he was born in New York. Cat's in history the... corner. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was born in New York, yes. Upper West Side. Uh, you know, he's uh, biracial. Yeah. So uh, his mom's white and his dad is black. Um and his mom actually ended up, by the time he was six, raising him by himself, mm-hmm. by herself. Yeah. Uh, and essentially was living in the Upper West Side. And Jordan, like, got exposed to, like, what it's like to kind of have a single mom. Yeah. Um, and another fun fact about that is that he was super observant because when he was, I don't know what age it doesn't say, but he was on Kids Ask President Clinton Questions <laughs> on ABC uh, and he basically was like, what are we going to do about the fact that people don't pay child support? You're an observant kid. Yeah. If you even know what child support is, usually I'm just like, when I was that age, I was like, you know, my mom doesn't like my dad very much. I don't know why. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And we don't have any money, but that's not because of him. It's different. Like, he's not here. It doesn't matter. Yeah. He, like, you're not thinking about that. You're like, what's mom not doing? Which is mean. But yeah. still, he was very observant. He was like, you know. Yeah. She's not getting child support. I'm seeing her, like, struggle. Like, what the heck, man? Yeah. And she was probably very open with him, too. Yeah. They probably had a good relationship of, like, you know, we're in this together. Yeah. But I thought that was really cool. I was like, that is legit, like, a very adult child thing to do. Yeah. To really be like, you could ask President Clinton anything. Where's why what are we doing to help people who don't have dads out here <laughs> yeah i thought that was cool he also talks about his like biracial upbringing a lot in key and peel mm-hmm. comes up quite a bit yeah which is fun he's very honest about it yeah and he actually said like in biography.com thank you um talks a lot about that where basically he's like he admitted to really feeling like an outsider mm-hmm. when he was younger and like specifically standardized tests were traumatizing to him because he wouldn't know which category yeah, yes. to pick. I know so he feeling. would pick other. And then he was like, that feels, I'm not an other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he was like, that feels weird. So then he just eventually just started like putting African-American. Yeah. And like settled with that. Um, but yeah, he said, described that as like being, making him feel very much like an outsider, which I mean, we hear, he talks about it, I feel like in Key and Peele too. Mm-hmm. But then also you see a lot of that like, you see his expression yeah. and figuring that kind of stuff out in his films, which is cool. It's yeah. like you got that, like, self in your movies yeah, kind of deal. Right, but you know. Yeah. What are some other fun facts? He has a production company. Yes. Monkey Paw Productions, yes. which I just thought was a really fun title. 
yeah. for a production company. And he says he's like Especially always one loved. For horror. Yes. <laughs> and he's always loved horror. Um and he was actually kind of like bummed out that like Get Out wasn't considered just horror yeah. and that it was a social thriller, I mm-hmm. believe. Yes. And then he was like, "You know what? I need to contribute something to the horror genre." And then now we have us. Yeah. Which I argue Get Out is still very much of a horror film. Oh, absolutely. And there was like controversy cuz in 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 award season during the time Get Out was out. Um it was labeled as a comedy mm-hmm. and people were like, this isn't funny. Like there's funny parts to relieve the tension and stress, mm-hmm. but this is very far from a comedy. And the only reason you think it's funny is because you don't really see the horrors of it. Cause you're like up in your, you know, privilege seating and you don't realize that this is like, you know, real life horror. Yeah, this is <laughs> something that like, this. happened. Like yeah. this is feelings that exist. Yeah. Yeah, and and it's scary that that's real. <laughs> yeah, and Jordan Peele actually tweeted when that was happening. He tweeted, "Get Out is a documentary," which is just like, yeah, yeah. that's what he's trying to tell you. This it's is not about comedy. It's it the is. Whole thing. I wouldn't. Yeah, it's. If anything, it's like a drama and social thriller. He kind of revitalized that genre yeah. in itself. So, yeah, and and he's kind of taken like ownership of it now. But at the time, it was just kind of like a dig to call it comedy. Mm. It's neat. It was like he, he does comedy, yeah. Yeah, I mean Key and Peel, Keanu. <laughs> yeah, but that's not this. That was comedy. <laughs> this is not comedy. Yeah, this is like yo, y'all f- messing up. I almost just curse. That's how we feel about it. <laughs> yes. Um, but he's working on a lot of really cool stuff that I'm really excited about. You've mm-hmm. mentioned a few times, Gabe, oh, this yeah. uh, the something Lovecraft, Lovecraft con- Country, Lovecraft Country, which is like all about. Jim Crow racism, but also mm-hmm. throwing like Cthulhu monsters in there. Yeah, right. It's a yeah. So okay. <laughs> it's a, a a story that takes place during Jim Crow, um, and it's based on like the idea of the Green Book, which used mm. to be like a book that would mark like safe places and passages for um, African Americans during mm-hmm. that very uh, hostile time. And so we have a protagonist who is um who gathers information of that and then his father is abducted so he goes on this whole chase but it's a collection of like all these small stories where this specific family and friends are afflicted by like cultists yeah but it's very like the real horror in it is the racism and the Mm -hmm. like the the country at that time (laughs) and it's like there's nothing more befitting of jordan peele's like aesthetic than that book um which is written by a white man but he did his research and he had you know people who contributed to it and were like they're talking to him the whole time that are of color who were able to like make sure he did it right yeah so it's really good without us you gotta consult exactly the parties that be and i would say it, it does a phenomenal job and him produced um a series about it coming up in hopefully 2020 yeah. i'm super excited yeah because you read it right yes yes i remember you telling <laughs> me about it and then figuring out that he was gonna do it i was like what yeah it's super like cool. my favorite book i'd say ever honestly um like top 10 nice <laughs> books ever so it's it, yeah and it's social thriller for sure <laughs> 100%. And it's like, if he's revitalizing that genre, but also like giving some horror gems in there, I just feel like he's doing all the right stuff. He's really like, what do we call it? Lantern bearing? Yeah. It's like you have the lantern and mm-hmm. you're paving Torch the way. bearing. Torch bearing. Yeah. yeah. Eh, it's modern lanterns. Yeah. Flashlight bearing. Imagine um, 
Nothing to do with Jordan specifically, but the Ghouls Next Door mm -hmm. original cover art. Yeah. Where we have a lantern and we are paving the way. Yeah. For spooky. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but Jordan's doing it. Yeah. Uh, you know, for one social thriller, the genre in general, and just for like everything. Like he's just really out here. Yeah. Doing it. He's telling us that there could be different voices and that we'll listen. That there doesn't have to be a white person that's good in a food film. Yeah. And that that's okay. Yeah. Because the reality is the world is a messed up place. I yeah. keep almost cursing. Yeah. I need you to control like... myself. <laughs> yeah, calm down over there. I'm not even upset. I'm just like, he's so great. Let <laughs> me talk about chill it. out. But it's like, you know, don't chill out about yeah. racism, America. Yeah. Get out here. Get, yeah, get, get out. Get woke. You can be broke, but you need to be woke. Yeah. Yeah. That's my but, little blur. <laughs> but his follow-up to get out uh I would argue us is very much about people who claim to be woke mm. and it's actually more harmful <laughs> than good. Yeah. Uh, those people. And I, there's a little of that as well in get out and mm -hmm. like, uh, with, um, <laughs> yeah. And we'll dive into it more, but when, uh, the girlfriend is like, like, why was my dad saying like my man and thing? And she's like, they're no better than the police officer who like pulled us over earlier and like asked for your license, even though you weren't driving. And, uh, it's essentially just being like, it's, it's comparing like people, like people who are like, I don't see color and mm. like, I'm above that. And I'm liberal to the actual systems that are, you know, putting people down because they aren't helping. They're yeah. just as evil in a way. Yeah. And it's like, you know. What's People whole, who are woke don't yeah. need to say that. It's the whole uh, accepting that you said a racist thing yeah. and that that doesn't make you entirely a racist person. Yeah, it's like, accepting that that's where like, but the, that you we did came it, from. Yeah. And you need to own it and be like, yo, I need to I'm sorry I did that thing. That was messed up. I should have known better. Yeah. The fact I didn't know shows how much room I have to grow yeah. in this situation. Let me unlearn, like, <laughs> what society has taught me as I was growing up. And now I know better. Yeah. As opposed to being like... But you never know better entirely is what we're saying. Yeah. Is that you need to keep learning. Growth. There's always more. Yeah. There's always more you can do. Which is not to, like, make you feel upset about it. But yeah. it's just a fact. Yeah. Don't be cocky yeah. out there thinking you fixed it. <laughs> Racism is not gone because we had a black president. <laughs> oh, my god! Just so you know. And, like, <laughs> I love the Key and Peele skits where um, it's, like, just random white people walk up to him. And it's just, like, yeah, I would have voted him for four more years. Which he does do in Get, Get Out as well. Yeah, I would have voted like, for my third term. They're also just, like walk up to them in bars and like you know racism that was that was terrible you know that wasn't me though it's <laughs> my ancestors yeah yeah it was like a whole thing yeah it, he's just really great at making commentary about commentary about uh stuff yeah like just racism society society as a whole and yeah Cool. That's what I got, Gabe. Gosh. I'm hoping to respond to some of your stuff. All right, yeah. The internet gave me some, like, fun quotes, but I don't know if they're the best. Once we start talking about us, I'll have a lot to say. Oh, yeah. When we get to the actual film section, that'll be the bulkiest part of this. Yeah, we're switching it up. Like, the history corner is going to be short. Yeah. And then the I mean, because he's like, still making blah, 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 it, right? Blah, blah, blah. He's still yeah. doing it. Um, so <laughs> He's was, young. Yes. And... What I would say with this with Jordan and, and anything that he does and kind of what we talked about is that he just really 
nothing is just existing, right? Mm -hmm. He doesn't just do anything just because. Yeah. Every single thing means something. And it's like you can rewatch, like, any number of, like, his films and even, like, his sketches and be like, wait a second, I didn't catch that before. Or, like, Mm -hmm. oh, they use that kind of phrase. Like, everything is deliberate and with purpose. To the point of, like, mentioning someone's, like, hotel room number is, like, an ode to The Shining. Like, and that's just in a random skit on Key and Peele. Like, every single thing is him being like, this is fun. And even if I'm the only one who gets it, it's here because I want it to be. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, everything's out. Even to like the clothes that people are wearing in the background of scenes and like the lesser characters, like even that is saying something. Yeah. So when we like get into us, I'll go into a lot of the things that um, I discovered that is just like transformative because <laughs> yeah. you can watch like the first one through of his films, Get Out or Us, and they are just like, they're scary, right? And you're yeah. going to be like, oh my gosh. And then you watch it again and then you're like, whoa, hey. Well, wait, that thing. Yeah, like there's these little, little like trails, like this breadcrumb um, that really makes you go, wow, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> like you really, like we're doing a lot more um, than you, like uh, than I initially thought, like as just like a passive viewer. And also just like films with replay value, mm-hmm. horror films with replay value. <laughs> yes. Ugh. Best. Yeah. It's like impossible. Like that never happens. Once you know the twist, you're usually like, oh, I don't need to watch that ever again. It's like, yes, you do. Yeah. Because you, you miss, miss 77 things. Yeah. Yeah. And you read a few articles and then you come back and then you're, it's a whole different experience. you can watch experience. it again, again, again. Yeah. That's fine. Again, again. Um, yeah. And I was thinking like, we've talked about Jordan Peele quite a bit, bit yeah. like throughout our episodes. And I was even thinking back to when we did our alien imposters and we used an example of a key and peel skit where they have the imposters and to find out if they're like real people oh, or yeah. if they're aliens, they kind of like throw these like <laughs> suggestive remarks. Would you let at me them. date your daughter? Yeah, and it's like a white man and Key. <laughs> yeah, of course, the name me. Yeah, so Keegan Michael Key is like, "Hey, will you let me date your daughter to this like white guy?" And he's like, "Yeah, of course." And then they just shoot him because they're like, "There's no way, right?" And <laughs> yeah. so like, there's there's things like that, or like a woman runs up and she's like, "Oh my god, don't rob me!" And they're like, yeah. "It's an apocalyptic situation to begin with," and they're like, "Oh, she good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's, she's fine. She says something minorly offensive. Here we are." Yeah. So like, they always like. There's some that are just silly and they're just for silly sake. Um, But a lot of them really were like conversations that you would have about like their experiences. And like even like now, like where we were rewatching Key and Peele, I would see some things that I could see even influenced both Get Out and Us. Uh Where I'd be like, oh, my God, they did this. And that's kind of like... Just like in the film. Yeah. I was <laughs> like, sitting there with you. You did Yeah. What do you say? Like the grabbing the, the apple and it's that idea of like if you go in for the dab, like you're going to fist bump them uh-huh. and then the other person goes to do like a cool handshake, but then they end up grabbing your, yeah. <laughs> your closed fist yeah. and that happens and get out. Um, or like the presence of the weird mirror maze happening in one of their skits and that's in us. Yeah. So it's like all these little things where you're like, oh, this is fun. But I would say some of the the themes that he works with, one is that he is a social horror, like, creator. Yeah. Even um, if at first he wasn't super excited about it, he did, like, he labels himself that. And it's kind of like in a prideful moment. Um, And what social thrillers are, it's a film drawn art using elements of suspense and horror to augment instances of oppression in society. 
That's so 100% what he did. <laughs> yeah, like, without a doubt. And I think it's also, like, he, he finds specific things, but what I really enjoyed was reading that he has this idea to kind of make films about the sunken places uh-huh. in America. Because that's kind of like what Us is as well. Yeah. When we have the the underground base, right? And then the literal sunken place in Get Out. But it's like this idea of like the dark places. Like yeah. the places we don't talk about. Like the places that don't get a voice. Like he wants to go there yeah. and like put light on it and show us the darkness that's in there. And so it's like that's kind of like encapsulates so much of what he's doing. But it's also like he does talk a lot of like Get Out is definitely a film about racism. Uh-huh. There's the other things in there like like white liberals and how they're like sometimes very harmful because yeah. they're not, you know, actually doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> they just think they're better than someone else for not being outright blatantly racist. Um, and then it also talks about kind of like the commodification of like black culture uh-huh. um, and and also like this idea of colorblindness in our society and thinking that the problems are all gone because we have modern life. And then in Us, we get a little bit of racism. We get another dive into kind of code switching as well, uh-huh. um, which is fun, at least in the scene <laughs> that yeah. I'm thinking of. Um, but it's more focused on classism and this idea that we have people who are living like, you know, their lives, right? Mm-hmm. And unknowingly impacting those who are not as lucky as them right it's just like you are lucky enough to live in the life that you are right like you were born into this family you took you went to this school you went to that job and now you're where you are as opposed to like if you grow up in like the hood or into like a less like like you know impoverished or an impoverished area and then you're like in this like speedway to like our incarceration system right yeah so it's just like versus like you take that kid out put them in this like fancy people house they're going to be different. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it, it it's kind of that. It's also like our obsession with things as well. And it's also like this idea that we're kind of like, as America, like us is more about like full on just America. Yeah. <laughs> That's why it's called us, right? It's U.S. <laughs> so it's... Whoa, yo. <laughs> yes. That's ju- Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's I was us, like, but it's also us, I was like, you know? I'm agreeing with you, yeah. But then I was like, oh my god, I didn't know that. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. But it, there's a lot of this like idea of like we start things or we think we're doing something good, and then we just kind of like like put wallpaper over it uh-huh. in a way. Like we we just kind of like hide like our past and yeah. pretend it didn't happen or pretend we fixed it just by changing the name or changing the appearance of something. Euphemisms. Yeah, and ignoring. Our, our history and what we've done to impact the world around us. And it's just like, yeah, <laughs> it's so yeah. much. Like when we get to this film section, it's going to be crazy. Cause it's I'm like going to tell you all the things. This is not the exact thing, but if the one man paid taxes, he could yeah. have ended homelessness. Instead of just, just you know, giving some money to a fraction, like a, like a little sliver. He'll never even miss that did nothing. It's just like Hands Across America. <laughs> it did nothing. Yeah. It did. It was so much as such a big to do to result in so little. And that is the perfect euphemism for America. Yeah. <laughs> We're a big to do of which there is no substance. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and, you know, what um, there's a quote by Peel um, from Refinery29 in this article, and he 
says that when he decided to write the movie, um, Us, he said he was stricken with the fact that we are in a time where we fear the other, whether it is the mysterious invader that we think is going to come and kill us or take our jobs, or the faction that we don't live near that voted a different way than us. We're all pointing the finger, and I want to suggest that when making a monster, we really need to look at our own face. Maybe the evil is us. Yeah. Right? And that's like kind of that. Oh, like, he's so smart. <laughs> yes. He's so smart. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And when, like, so I would say if you haven't watched Get Out and Us, I suggest like pausing, go take a little viewing break, and then come back with us in our film section because we're going to spoil everything and i'm oh, gonna yeah. tell you all the cool things and if you want to listen to it and then go watch it again and take all the little like clips that i told you about and like look for them mm-hmm. and then like tell me what you got out of it yeah and you'll email us at the ghouls next door at gmail.com yeah and it'll be wonderful we'll start a great dialogue and we'll talk about how we can fix this world yeah and just jordan you're great and i forgot some of the things that i wanted to say about you but you really were out here doing it. And, like, I'm just so impressed. Because you went, like, Keenan Peel was saying stuff. But it was, like, comedy. So yeah. it's, like, it just, you know, it, it hits you hit you People weren't watching. People weren't watching, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you were like, no, nah, we're doing it. Mm-hmm. And he has this great quote, actually, from E. Mm-hmm. He did an interview, I believe. Or was it? No, it was Forbes. Haha. <laughs> did an interview with Forbes. Very different than E. Mm-hmm. Um as with comedy, I feel like horror and the thriller genre is, is in a way, one of a few ways that we can address the real life horrors and social injustices in, in the entertaining way. So he's like really taking stuff and making it fun. And then also, this is for me. Mm-hmm. Or eat about, he told E.T., which is entertainment tonight. Yes. Right? Okay. Yeah. This is just the beginning of what I want to do in the horror genre, social th- and social thrillers. I'm dedicating my life to putting out crazy weird horror films so like i'm just saying we're here for it yeah 100 percent. yeah i forgot to say another thing that he likes to, to to toy with and what i think is super important is this kind of meta look at the audience mm-hmm. right and like and, and bringing them into it and like being cognizant of like their like experience right Mm -hmm. because there's like you know there's that old i think it's i mean someone's gonna yell at me on the internet but i think it's eddie murphy who had like a whole skit or like on one of his stand-ups that was like um about how if there's like a black family and the house was haunted like they would just leave right like Mm -hmm. (laughs) like they're not gonna be there and and so with something like get out it's it's playing on this, like, that social awkwardness where, like, th- it's beyond reason what happens in that film, right? Yeah. But you can see that Chris stays there because it's, like, a normal part of life. Like, being uncomfortable. Like, it seems absurd to the viewer to be like, wow, they're saying some really out-of-pocket stuff to him right now. Yeah. But, like, his, like, awkward, the awkward laugh that he gives in that, like, <laughs> mm. Like, and you see that, like, weird grin and he's, like, so uncomfortable, but they don't care. Like, that's just existence. Yeah. And so he doesn't because there's no red flags anymore because you've become accustomed to those flags. That's just reality. So he never gets that pang of like, I need to get out of there the way that his friend is like, they brainwashing people, yeah. <laughs> you know, because he's not in there and he's not the one who's like trying to put on airs to fit in. Right. He's just yeah. like, yeah, you know, white people are crazy. They do stuff and make you feel uncomfortable. You just kind of got to grin and bear it and get through it. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's not 
what resulted here because it was a crazy horror movie. Um, but even still, when you think like about the sunken place, like uh-huh. a part of it that he has been, you know, quoted as saying is that we are the sunken place is the theater. Like you're watching these scenes unfold and you have nothing to say about it. Like we have been like people of color have watched horror movies and, you know, other disenfranchised people (laughs) watch horror movies and see us like slaughtered or like cast Mm -hmm. off and given these stupid tropes that are tired and done over and over and over and have never been able to say anything about it. And so now he's finally like, no, we're out here. We're saying it. We're putting it on the screen and you're watching it and you get to be like excited Right. Like you get to have a hero that you can relate to and like you can be like shouting at the screen and feel like you're being heard. Yeah. And you also catch those little things that like, you know, <laughs> unless someone tells you um, if you're a person of color, you're like, hey, <laughs> like, I see that. I know what that is. But then he only also like twist it in like giving us us and having a protagonist that isn't quite 100 percent, like isn't super reliable. And we found yeah. out at the end why. Right. And so it's kind of like if we are the protagonist, like if we're putting ourselves in that shoe, like we have to be looking at ourselves as well. Yeah. Because we are not 100% good. And so it's like... No one is. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like we're watching the screen and now we can watch ourselves. And that's what us is. And so it's like he really likes to put the viewer in there. And I think that's unique and equally as powerful as when he's like giving us all these like allegories and imagery that drives me crazy. I'm happy you didn't just do puppets, man. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Like, you're you really like doing it. People as puppets to make movies, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you use human puppets called the actors. You know, I get it. <laughs> the tethered! Ah! Because he's a puppeteer! Puppets. Yeah. So I talked a lot yeah, in same. the film section. Well, no, Gabe mostly talked. <laughs> yeah. So we actually, unfortunately, have to cut this episode in two. Yeah. Um, hopefully it's two great episodes. Tethered together. They are tethers. They're not exactly the same, but they are of the same. They started the same. Yeah. And, you know, we started from the bottom, now we're here. Yeah. It's how we're going to end up. So uh, you're going <laughs> to actually have to tune in uh, next week. To hear about the films. Yeah. So that gives you ample amount of time to go watch them over your Christmas holiday. We're giving you so much space. Yeah. So during your holiday break, grab a loved one, grab a friend, grab yourself, your tether, go sit down (laughs) (laughs) and watch both of these films and then tune in next week and hear all the fun bits about it. And then you'll probably watch it again. Yeah. Right. It's a fun um, time. Go do it. <laughs> yeah. So I hope you enjoyed this. And if there's like any thoughts or feelings you had, you know, let us know at thegoalsnextdoor at gmail.com. Yeah. But uh, don't get married. Delete your kids. <laughs>